Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are talking about and reviewing. The game, Katana Zero. Katana Zero, which is a game that originally came out to like Steam or something like that in 2019, but came to Xbox in 2020, and now we're reviewing it hot off the presses in 2021. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Well, when did it come out? When did it come to Game Pass? That's so my question. It came to Game Pass, I think, earlier this year. I think, uh, I think like, uh, like February or something like that. So it's like, it hasn't been on there, like, long. Um, like, we haven't just had access to it. And that's the other thing. It's like, I remember whenever this came out, it came out around a bunch of other games. And some very similar games, um, like samurai-style games. Um, but... I just didn't even know what this game was until uh, till Game Pass, man. That's that that's that discoverability of Game Pass. I mean, yeah, true. I mean, I don't even know what honestly made me try it. I yeah. think it was on like the main homepage in like some kind of rotating uh, ad banner thing, and I was like, oh, that looks cool. <laughs> banner ads so work, I man. It. I downloaded it and tried it, and it was awesome, dude. It is so cool. Uh, published by Devolver Digital. Um, so clearly it's going to have, you know, a decent amount of violence, you know, <laughs> just, <laughs> um, I actually like, and I was, uh, so as before we get to that, you know, I, this week I've been playing through death's door, which is another, uh, devolver digital game, which, so this game playing through Katana zero put death's door on my, uh, radar. And I, and so it oh. came out like literally like last week, last Tuesday. And so I've just been playing that. I'm literally at the final boss now. So basically wow. this game caused me to purchase another game from the same publisher, different developer. Um, but yeah, dude, it's, uh, you know, that's, that's how, that's how it all goes. Death's door is really good. That's um, cool. If that comes to game pass, which what I is it? Is it, is it like, so Katana zero is a side scrolling platform action, uh, game. Is that is uh, Death Store similar? It is a isometric, like cell shaded, oh, no action <laughs> game. Oh, okay, so still an action game. Yeah, so still like so you're still like a bird running around with a sword. Um, you okay. know, t- taking out uh, enemies and monsters and that sort of thing. Um, and but it's more it's it's like it's basically like a uh, similar to like a an old school style like Zelda game where like hey you know you're running around discovering secrets and you're walking around you know trying to trying to uh take out enemies in order to like you know get to the end final like these bosses that end up being like you know big puzzles basically like where you're trying to figure out like what their what their mechanics are so you can dodge at the right time and you can attack at the right time and that sort of thing um it's really fun man it's a uh it, it, the the thing driving me forward with it was always just like the gameplay rather than it being you know necessarily a story but then like the story like hooked me at one point like where something happened and i was like oh my goodness like i'm i'm Ooh. into this um and and so anyway it's a it's a fantastic game uh, the reason that i bring it up is it's not on game pass um and i, I don't know when it'll be on game pass like you know uh devolver digital like they were asked about it being on game pass and like well it's at least not going to be on game pass for the first year so i don't know why that would be uh, maybe the developer is just like, hey, we would rather this not be on Game Pass for the first year. But I mean, it's, I guess it's sort of similar to Katana Zero, um, sort of, you know, because again, that came out like it in 2019, and then now it's on Game Pass in 2021. But I don't know, man. It's a, it's, it's a. Uh, I guess Devolver has kind of because they've launched games straight into Game Pass before, so it's not like they're just like universally like every game goes to Game Pass, you know that sort of thing. But this is uh, Death Door is a Xbox exclusive right now, um, so a console exclusive. It's on Steam and it's on Xbox. It's awesome. Uh, uh, so is it on Game Pass? No, or it's no? not on Game Pass. I'd have to. Not I'd have yet. to. I'd have to buy. How much is it? Uh, it's twenty bucks. Okay, that's not bad. It's yeah, real. Yeah. It's it's a really good game for twenty bucks too. So. Um. All right. So uh, we're going to talk about uh, not that game, but we're going to talk about Katana Zero that's right. a little bit later. Um. And we have some news, but first, John, what have you been up to this week? Other than Death Store, 
Not a ton. Um, I've been uh, been been kind of just that. That's been the main thing. But I did play some Flight Simulator over the last two days, which has come out. I guess it was. Uh, I guess it was two days ago, Tuesday. Um, Flight Simulator on uh, on the old Xbox Series X. Have you played the Flight Simulator yet, Chris? I have not. So last I pre this is I preloaded it. Mm, yeah. um, here's here's my issues right now, John. Okay, tell me, you hit me with it. I have two games that I'm I play on the regular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Call mm. of Duty Black Ops. Mm. And oh, uh, both of those games together take up about 500 oh. megabytes or yeah, gigabytes. Good. Sorry. Goodness, Chris. That's 50%. It's over 50% it's of over your over because drive. of the usable space. Because like the Xbox uh, Series X hard drive once you take out space for the <laughs> OS and all that kind of stuff is around 850, something like that. Woof. And, uh, and so anyway, yeah. I literally have room for those two games and like one other thing. Sure. And, um, or one or two, I think mm -hmm. I can't remember. There's one other, what is it? There's something else I have on there that I play a lot too. Anyway. Uh, and so I, I thought I made enough room for flight simulator, but yep. the day one patch, John, Oh, but those day one patches, they'll get you. An additional 27 gigabytes plus yeah uh then you texted me and told me there's all these like downloadable packs mm -hmm, that i need to get mm -hmm. yeah and so last night when i when i turned on my console i it started i had a clear make space for that day one patch and now tonight i'm gonna go install these other things it's just it's a mess dude dude like that's the thing is like i was looking at stuff to delete because like i had to delete some things in order to like to get this thing on there too and I was just like looking at stuff and I did, I, I checked out that I was like, okay, well, if I like wanted to do this in one fell swoop, what game could I get rid of? Right. So, cause like, otherwise they're just like piecemeal and you're like, oh, here's a 10 gigabytes here, you know, here's, and it's like, who wants to do that? So I was just looking at the, the big ones and dude, like call of duty, like Warzone, just for Warzone, Cause I don't have like the multiplayer. I don't have any, that, but just for Warzone, it takes up 200 gigabytes. Like that's that's absurd. <laughs> I know it's so much. Uh, and this, I almost deleted I mean, it, Chris. I almost like, did it. I, I I am literally uh, on the verge of ordering, and I was going to back whenever they were on sale. But I've got to order uh, the expansion slot. Yeah. For just so I can actually play uh, the games I want to bare minimum of the games I want to play. Yeah. Uh, at the full like quality resolution. I don't know. They, they, like they're gonna have to come out with like super huge storage expansion options yeah. or something because something like I, this this moving things back and forth between my external hard drive because it's not fast enough to play uh optimized for series x games is yeah. absurd it's it's a uh, it's a mess is what it is chris and it's, it, it's I, I it's easier than upgrading the did you see the specs for upgrading the the playstation 5 yeah today? yeah that's and that's honestly like at least you can though because that's finally happening like the playstation 5 like, oh yeah it, the, yeah they didn't have it before yeah it just wasn't possible before and now it's like finally in beta where they're like oh you can add x uh, uh, this other storage additional expanded storage um but yeah it's it's super super hard to get those specs man <laughs> the the well it's, it's hard to get the specs and the, the thing that gets me at least i saw something on it. i'm just assuming it's true because it was on the internet <laughs> someone was talking, talking about like that's you have to you have to uh, not only get the storage, but then hook up and research and find and hook up an external heat sink so the console doesn't overheat. <laughs> that, that's that seems that seems very absurd, but maybe true. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That seems like that would be that would be wild. I, I would hate to have to figure that out. Um, and that's the other thing, like just in general, not having just a, like a turnkey, like, Hey, this is the one, like, I, I wish there was just like a PlayStation branded, like, Hey, this is the one we recommend. You know how, like, there's like the Nintendo switch has like SD cards that are branded, like, Hey, this is the Nintendo switch one. And basically all you have to do is find one with those same exact specs, you know, that doesn't have the Nintendo logo on it. But at the very least there is one that you, they recommend. I wish there was something like that with the PlayStation. Uh, maybe there will be in the future. Who knows? Um, but speaking of heat, Chris, mm. my Xbox console running uh, Flight Simulator the other night, the first time like, I booted it up and it was running it, it kicked into, like, this is the first time, that, or the second time, I've heard the fan on it. Um, where it, it, like, kicked into high gear, and I'm like, ooh, it's, it's doing some work over there, um, processing. 
Um, not not to the point of like being too hot because I like I'd measured the uh, measured all around it like when I originally put the Xbox in there and in the in the little alcove that it's under the TV. Um, and measured around it, like, cause they say like, oh, six inches all around. And it was like barely within that on one of the sides. Um, and so I ended up like lowering the shelf. Haven't heard it since. Like it's been, you know, it's been, been solid since then. This is only the second time that I've ever heard that thing, like kick into high gear with the fan. So that's doing, wild doing some work. Yeah. The first time I think was like some unoptimized game where it was like the first time like it had been released or whatever. Um, and then, uh, then the day two patch came through and it was like, it, it never did it again. So just, uh, just fascinating, man. So I'm again, hasn't happened since I'll, I'll I'm keeping my ears open for it though. Keeping my ears open. Um, so Chris, that's what I, I've been playing flight sim and it's fantastic. Mm, nice. Um, nice. whenever you finally dive in, I want to fly together. want to yes. do it, you know? Um, we'll make it happen. There's like the fascinating thing with it is like there's the onboarding is is interesting because it's like you can basically just dive into whatever you want. Um, there's not like a hey, this is the first mission or the first like thing we feed you into. It's just like you're on the menu and you can you can do whatever you want. So the first thing we did was we uh, we we took off from the Nashville airport and flew and found our house and, and flew, flew over it, found some, like some of our, our favorite locations, um, nice. you know, that sort of thing. And, uh, it was, it was all there. It's all there, man. Um, and, uh, then, then like there's these other discovery flights that take you by like iconic areas. So if I were to recommend one for anybody to like try it out and start with, I would do the discovery flight for Tokyo, uh, Japan. So, um, that one is just fantastic. I, I love that thing. Cause like you can go in between the buildings and like kind of weave back and forth in between the buildings. Like it's just a really cool location to fly, go under the bridge. Like it's just a super cool place. And, uh, and those discovery flights are, are fantastic. Like every single one that I've tried has been awesome. So, um, they're really fun. So flight sim, Chris, whenever you dive in, we'll have to talk about flight sim more like next week or something like that. I feel like, cause, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's super fun. <laughs> But Chris, that's For what sure. I've been up to. What have you been up to? Um, that's I was actually sitting here trying to th- to figure that out. Uh, not a ton. <laughs> uh, I, I legitimately trying to figure out like what is I love. I've watched a lot of baseball recently. Ooh, baseball. Um, yeah, I mean, we can just skip me this week because I just, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I just haven't. Done and I started here. I'll, I'll talk about this. This is kind of like along the lines of what I talk about. I've started um, going through and um, cataloging my entire vinyl record collection on Discogs, and so that you can so you you if you download the app, you can uh, enter in your records and and or CDs and or cassettes, and um, you can. Uh, like just basically catalog everything. And, th- and that's been a problem recently where like, so we moved and my entire vinyl collection got all out of order mm. and I couldn't find anything and I forget what I have. And so then I'm like, well, do I need a, do I buy, do I need this record? And I'm like, oh no, I already bought that record. And so like stuff like that. So um, anyway, I've cataloged it all. You can like trade or sell on there, which is cool. You can mark down the quality of things. So um, whenever you do buy a duplicate by accident, you know, because you didn't catalog it correctly, you can then sell the duplicate on there. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but hopefully I don't I don't buy duplicates anymore. That's going to be the goal. The other cool thing is, like, you can look on there, and and you can it'll show you, like, on the low end, your collection is probably worth this. Uh, on the high end, it's worth this. And this is kind of like the cool. median, median value of your collection. Yeah, it's really cool. That's really cool. Um, I always worry about those types of apps because, um, like, you know, what if the like, what if the developer, what if the what if the the database or like the website or whatever just goes away and it's like all that information is just like gone at that point. But <laughs> it's by far yeah. better to have it there than not, you know. Because well, and like, know. yeah, like if if this was not Discog, like Discogs has been around like literally for like 10, 15 years. Sure. So if it wasn't like that site, you know, it's, it's kind of like Facebook at this point, Facebook is not going away ever, Sure, yeah. you know, not that I love Facebook or anything like that, right. but like, it's just not, you know, yeah. um, same thing with, I feel like Discogs, it's just kind of like, it's always been there and will probably always be there. And so, uh, it feels, it feels safe enough to, uh, to put my, take the, take the time to input everything into. 
I mean, you think like back, you know, the, these things are, are uh, that, that these words that we're saying, if you insert like a hundred years ago and insert whatever like brand new technology at the time, it's like, oh, well, you know, trains like at, at this point, train tracks are just not going away. You know, just <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> yeah, they'll yeah, be totally. here for forever. And it's like, well, it's, it's true. Yep. I just think about I just think about those those uh, those things where th- these days we're talking about like digital like websites and things like that whereas uh back in the day it was like banks, yeah, probably not probably not going anywhere. <laughs> That's true. All right, well later we're going to review Katana Zero, but first, the news. <laughs> The news, John. Um, so uh, I just saw this, and this happened earlier today. I do want to um, kind of read read part of this. So uh, someone uh, on Twitter um, tweeted out uh, uh, basically kind of a review of the new Suicide Squad movie, and then uh, but then tweeted kind of took a dig at David Ayer for his first Suicide Squad movie um, and said many times while watching the new movie, I thought, yeah, David Ayer should just abandon the idea of that director's cut. Well, then David Ayer replied with this literal three-page reply, um, like screenshotted some pages. And it, it go, I won't read the whole thing, but um, he talks about like how, you know, he basically ca- like came from nothing. He grew up, you know, uh, getting arrested and, and just kind of like grew up, uh, and had a hard life, um, but then like was able. He went goes through where he he wrote uh, a training day, um, and he that was based off of his experiences and all this kind of stuff. But he goes into he gets to Suicide Squad, and this is what he says about Suicide Squad. I put my life into Suicide Squad. I made something amazing. My cut is intricate and emotion and emotional. Is an intricate and emotional journey with some bad people who are uh, discarded. A theme that resonates in my soul. The studio cut is not my movie. Read that again. And my cut is not the 10-week director's cut. It's a fully mature edit by Lee Smith, standing on the incredible work by John Gilroy. It's all Stephen Price's brilliant score with not a single radio song in the whole thing. It has traditional character arcs, amazing performances, and a solid third-act resolution. A handful of people have seen it. If someone says they have seen it, they haven't. So yeah, should be clear by now that I don't have any quit in me. Never have, and why should I? Every day, breathing is a gift. I thought my story was going to end in a grave or a cell long ago, so these uh, days I'm living are bonus rounds. I'm so honored and blessed to have the career I do. Quit after my kids watched me come home every day after the studio takeover of the edit with my heart torn out. Who would I be to them if I quit? I've never told my side of the story, and I never will. Why? Same reason no one will ever know what happened on my submarine. I keep my covenants. I'm old school like that. So I kept my mouth shut and took the tsunami of sometimes shockingly personal criticism of Suicide Squad. Why? That's what I've done my whole life. Real talk, I'd rather get shot at. I'm so proud of James Gunn and excited for the success that's coming. I support Warner Brothers and I'm thrilled the franchise is getting the legs it needs. I'm rooting for everyone, the cast, the crew. Every movie is a miracle and James... James's brilliant work will be the miracle of miracles. I appreciate your patience. I will no longer speak publicly on this matter. <laughs> I'm like, man, how do you not just like feel for him? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, Warner Brothers, man, release the freaking air cut. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah, if we're gonna, if we're gonna, you know, get get the budget and whatever to to release the. Snyder cut. The Snyder cut of like, you know, this, this. And it sounds like this one was further along. Yeah. It's got the score laid in and everything. Yeah. I mean, and this that would be like down to like visual effects and stuff. Cause like if the timing is good enough to have the full score there, like, you know, cause they're not going to pay. Like you, most of the time you don't pay for like additional like hours worth of score. Cause like you have to pay all of the musicians to play that, you know? So it's like, it's, it's, no, it's like basically finished. Down, you know, whenever which makes sense from the all the score. rumors. Yeah, yeah, and that's the other <sighs> thing is like, it's just that movie. Like, and we talked about it like at the time, where it's just it feels so disjointed, so out of order, so strange, so odd. And like the fact that like the more you hear about like, oh yeah, like that's not the movie. 
that isn't isn't even close to the movie that like he said that before he's like that's not you know that's yeah. not the movie i've made you know yeah. and and uh and the more you hear about that the more you're like man just like just why like give us the movie you know there's I a know. whole series it, of decisions that were made at warner brothers there along that time frame yep. um that just were bad you know and that so bad. that one um the the whole like thing with uh with justice league right after that like it's just there was a lot of bad decisions um yep. back to back there so um where like it's almost like to me i feel like it's a miracle that 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 other movies kind of made it out of that you know where it's like shazam or like uh like wonder woman or whatever like where you're like man like same people were in charge like the same people were making decisions during those things, and it's just like they happened to dodge it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's and that's what what like makes me. It's like why hire someone? You know, this is my thing. Why hire someone? Let them make an entire movie, mm-hmm. cut it together, and just be like, nah, we're gonna do something else, and and then and then piecemeal together a crappier movie out of the pieces of it, like yeah. it just. At its core level, makes no sense to me. But yeah, and it's like I always feel like that, you know, Hollywood. Like, there's only a certain number of movies that get made every year, and there's a lot of money involved in them, especially those big hits. Like, especially the ones where it's like big bets, like uh, like the Marvel movies, like the DC movies, like these other, you know, these gigantic movies. Star Wars comes to mind. Like, uh, there's just big budget. Like the uh, uh, what is it though? Fast and the Furious. That's the two F words there. <laughs> the Fast and the Furious movies. Um, but like, you know, those are all huge budgets. And but at the same time, like they're also gigantic franchises that can stand to have one off movie. And so it's like, I'm like, well, if this was like and obviously it can stand to have one off movie because they had a like it was a way like it was a terrible reception to the original Suicide Squad after they messed with it. But it's like the, they could have stood to be like, hey, let's just release it as as it was shot, as it was into, as all the actors did, as as the director did, as all of the people involved all along the way for for like a year and more have made decisions and been like, Hey, this is a good movie. This is the movie we want to to release. Let's release that one. If it's not a success, it's okay. Like we can, right. we, you know, we can deal with that. Cause it's a franchise that can withstand that. It's not like one yeah. of these, you know, indie movies where it's like, this is literally all the money we have ever. And well, I mean, if that, it isn't well, a and success, even, I, and I feel like that's hit. the thing is like when these indie movies that are like literally going all in, yeah. like, they're actually more likely to execute on a creator's singular sure. vision yeah. because they're like our best shot is to do that. Yep. And and that's why that's, that's why like the line of thinking of like yeah, let's uh take this and mess with it and make it something that's not supposed to be and never was intended to be. Like that's yeah. the I just don't get it, man. Yeah. I I was listening to uh there was an interview with Tim Schafer, a video game, you know, a developer or whatever, but he's been around for for a long time. Double Fine uh, Productions is his thing. Um and I was talking about Psychonauts too, but they were also talking about, I think it was on, uh, it was on the X cast, the kind of funny X cast or whatever, but they were talking just in general about his like, you know, philosophy on creation, like content creation or like game creation. He was like, he was like, you know, he's like, there's all sorts of places that'll put out like sequels or they'll put out like things that they like are known for known things. He's like, and he's like, we always like try to do something that's different, something that's weird, something that you look at and, and, and the first time you see it, you kind of go, what you know or he's like if we don't you know get that whole what reaction he's like we're probably not doing our job right um he's like because he's like i always feel like you know the philosophy was that risk is inherent he's like it's it's a risk to 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 do a sequel it's a risk to to like put out anything he's like and so it's in many ways he's like it's less risky to do something that stands out like do something that's weird do something that's different do something that like you said executes on a an artistic uh, vision. He's like, it's just the same amount of risk. He's like, it's just a different risk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? And so it's just like, they just didn't trust it. And they, they, they failed like uh, that. Like the people who made the call to like change that movie, that cut, that it didn't, whatever they were trying to do didn't work. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's, it is, a, it is in, in, in many ways, like, it's like, man, they made a sequel because it's a big enough franchise to make a sequel, but they should have just, like, trusted that original vision, and it would still have been a big enough franchise to make a sequel for James Gunn to step in and do a sequel, you know? Right, totally, totally. Anyway, that's fascinating, uh, dude. I, I hadn't seen that. 
I know. Um, all right. So uh, there was some, also some news. Uh, there was uh, Annapurna Interactive. They had a press conference today. Yeah. It was their like E3 thing. They announced around E3 that they're going to have this, and I just completely forgot about it until now. Um, but yeah, they announced a, announced a bunch of like cool looking games. If anybody doesn't know what, who Annapurna Interactive is, they did like Florence and uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, and one of my favorite games of all time, Chris, Outer Wilds. Which we can start there. Outer Wilds is getting DLC, which blows my mind. Um, which is like a minute and a half long trailer of like it doesn't spoil anything or whatever, but it it's uh, it makes me very excited for whatever this DLC is. So, yeah, dude. Uh, are there any other games that you uh, you wanted to touch on? Um, so Memoir Blue is like visually stunning. It looks really cool. Like it has a uh, kind of a a three D cell shaded kind of art style. But then, it, whenever the character, it looks like the character is like remembering something from the past. It is then in a like two D animation, hand drawn uh, art style. And so, like, those memories kind of play out and you become, like, those characters, those 2D characters playing out those memories, which, like, semi-reminds me a little bit of, like, how, like, Florence kind of plays or, like, whatever, but with a, just a different type of art style and, and more more uh, stunning kind of visuals there. Um, so that that one, like, really stood out to me as far as, like, man, this looks, this looks really cool. Um, additionally, there was, like, new gameplay for the game Stray, which was like a cyberpunky looking game where you play as a cat in some dystopian future. And uh, I think we saw it last summer during the PlayStation third party uh, showcase reveal or so some sort of a PlayStation thing. Um, but it's coming to PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. And, uh, and so it's, uh, it looks gorgeous, dude. That, that game looks so realistic and, uh, and so good from a like visual standpoint and the gameplay that they played today was like a lot of platforming, a lot of puzzle solving as a cat, which appeals to me. <laughs> yeah, dude, it looks really good. <laughs> um, but those are the big ones. Uh, so outer wilds, DLC, the, uh, the stray gameplay and a, a memoir blue. Yeah, dude, I, uh, it, the, I haven't played outer wilds yet. And so oh, that's, man. you know, I don't have as much of an, uh, an attachment to it, but I really want to, uh, to do that. Dude, it is, it is one of my, it's, I would say it's, it's definitely in the top, like, I would even say probably my top five games of all time. Like, it's just, it's so fantastic. Like, it was such a good experience to play through and whatever this is, is, uh, it looks, looks really amazing. It's got the, got the kind of music going in there and then some ominous things happen. And that, that's the part of it where I'm like, Oh my goodness, this is very ominous. What's going to happen now? Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very excited about it. It's not, we're going to have to wait very long either. Like it's like later this fall. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, dude. September. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that's the news. Yeah. It's the news. All right, John. So now it's time to review Katana Zero. Um, so we also, uh, this is the thing, like, I, I think we, we definitely need to have a spoiler section. So for the oh, spoiler yeah. free, we'll just kind of talk about the game aesthetics and that type of thing. Um, some of the gameplay again, maybe. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's like kind of like a, a cyberpunk. It doesn't say it's like, you know, something, someplace like Tokyo or something like that, but it's, it's kind of meant to be like that. You know, there's samurai and I, I forget what the, the country's actually called. Um, let me see if I can look it up is it new uh, mecca chris is that what it was am i remembering that correctly yeah let me, let me pull it up um, um new mecca yeah new mecca it's cool. an, it's uh it's kind of a uh i think this is calling it um on wikipedia neo-noir metropolis um it seems accurate yeah i mean it's very it's very like it's almost like uh it's not like steampunky it's it's more like yeah it's like well it's like a futuristic noir game um, reminds me kind of of the vibes if you saw the trailer a few years back and this is probably another thing that made me want to uh, check it out it looked a little bit like uh, I think last night whatever yeah. it was um, that kind of like uh, cyberpunky kind of thing and this is kind of cyberpunky but with a samurai right um, and uh, it's a side-scrolling action game that plays with time and um it's kind of a brawler, I guess. Yeah, um, I guess like, great music. You start the, like a new, a new, a new cassette tape every every level. Dude, the music is so fantastic. Big shout out to the music. 
What were you going to say? Sorry. Oh, I was going to say like it, the times aspect of it is like, cause like whenever I originally thought about like it playing with time or whatever, I was like, Oh, are we rewinding fast forwarding? But it's like, it basically, it allows for a not like you don't break the narrative whenever you die, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's a, like the, the way that it, the, the sets it off, off the bat where like you have precognition skills. And so like you're, you're going into a building or whatever and trying to take out all of the people in it, um, and complete an objective. Uh, usually taking out all the people in the building is the objective, but, uh, or at least it starts off that way. Um, but like, anytime you die that was your precognition it's like oh that's not how you do that like that won't work and so then it rewinds and starts over and you try to take the room again and then finally whenever you figure out the right way to do it or the way that works it like up plays through you actually doing it um through like what looks like security camera feeds or whatever which is like a super cool narrative way to handle like video game uh, death you know <laughs> yeah it's kind of like i mean and, and i and i mentioned it uh, whenever we were talking about it at the uh, a couple weeks back, like it's kind of like Super Meat Boy, and that like you just die a million times trying to figure out how to make it through this level, but not to the extent of Super Meat Boy, where, right. where it's just like unbelievably hard, you know? Yeah, yeah. The, and it's the like, goal isn't to die; it's just it's a it's a mechanic, right? It's, and it's not like so Super Meat Boy like was. You know, it feels particularly like um, it, like they're rubbing your face in it where it's like, oh, you didn't see that saw? Ha ha, you know, but then the next time you'll remember. So like you were intended to, to die there the first time, whereas this doesn't feel like that, where it's like there were many times where it's like I would get through a room in, in one go and I'd be like, wow, I got through that room in one go, you know? Um, like throughout the course of the game. So that's, you know, that's a, uh, it's, it doesn't exist to like punish you. Totally. Um, we talked about the music. There's no voice acting. It's all just like text based. The story is fantastic though. Yeah. And, uh, and the, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. So the story, story is great. Um, yeah, the story, uh, like, so the very first, like the, just the setup of the story is like, you're again, you're like an assassin. You're taking people out and like the people who are sending you on these missions, like you kind of get the vibe that, you know, something else is going on too. That's what. That's it. That's what I'll say. That's that. That's the amount of, that I'll leave it at. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> what if? What if at the end of it you didn't find out anything else was going on? It was just like, oh, nothing else is actually going on. Just seemed like it. <laughs> right. Oh, really? This is just a normal city. Yeah. I'm just a just a normal assassin. You know. There's nothing yeah. strange. Nothing strange here. <laughs> um. I mean, that's all I have for this world. Like, if. You just need to play this game. Like yeah. it's, it's good. It's a, it's a if you like action games, platformers, that type of thing. It's just real great. Yeah, and like I said, like it, I was worried about it being a little punishing because like of the whole like you know splatformer type of a uh, vibe where you're like, oh man, I'm gonna die a million times to to beat this level. But it's really not. It's really not punishing. It's, it doesn't like it doesn't make a you know. It's it's similar to Celeste where it's like and it's not even that hard. Like like let's be honest. Like Celeste gets real hard, but Celeste never like rubs your face and you're like, haha, you died. You know this is this doesn't do that either. Like this makes it makes it very uh, feel very good whenever you succeed, but it doesn't ever like make it make it feel bad whenever you lose you know totally totally um that's all all i've got chris we got to spoil this thing uh, um yeah uh, you know we've got lots of things to spoil with this so we're gonna spoil katana zero again you have no excuse to not play this game it's on game pass if you have game pass go play this game um uh, five four <laughs> three two one throw out a spoiler the main character is addicted to drugs. <laughs> That's the character you play as. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, so like the whole conceit, you know, Kronos is this drug that I get they that soldiers took during the war to or they gave peace soldiers to create these like super soldiers basically. Yeah, I was about to say I don't I don't know if any any of them were like willingly cuz like they were all kids, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, and the whole dying mechanic is like you can see into the future and play out all these scenarios. Yeah. And die over and over again, but then it rewinds every time, and then you play it out knowing the future and knowing what's going to happen. And so yeah. that's how you get through every level without dying. You're like the superhuman killer right. that slaughters tons of bad guys in the streets, and you get known. I forget what they keep calling you. They call you the uh, the dragon, like something. Yeah, the dragon. Like, yeah, the dragon. Like, and that's the thing is like the, throughout that whole 
I don't know, man, like as they uncovered like deeper layers, like where you're at the psychologist's office and like you're un- uncovering um, your, like your dreams and talking about like your past and things like that. And you're like, ah, oh, why do I have amnesia? You know, it's just like, it becomes way more like fascinating. And as you peel back all of those layers, um, and find out what actually happened, like so many times, like you know, whenever it's like an amnesia thing, you find out what happened. And you're like, of course, of course that's what happened. But in this case, I was genuinely just like, oh my gosh, you know, this is, this is getting intense because of the whole, like they were like, he was a kid, they were in the war, like they were like, and all of these things were just happening to them. Um, so yeah, it's uh it's good, man. It's good as it peels back those layers. Yeah, dude. Uh, so the the story that I like, I I love that it like you basically start out knowing nothing. You do like you know, like you get the idea of what's happening, but like as you progress, you start to like question things. Yeah, and um, and I love the multiple choice like answers. Like you can you basically get. We should have talked about this in the non-spoiler section, but whenever you're talking to people, you get usually get three different options, and and that sure. will that will change how they react to you at least in the moment. Sometimes it affects gameplay, where like you know, there's that there's a section where you meet, meet V, that yeah. one that like henchman guy, totally. and he asks he asks for your sword so you can he can cut up a bunch of cocaine, and if you give it to him, you have to play the whole first part of the next level without your sword, and you have to learn you have to Wait, pick up really. Yeah. Uh huh. That's wild. It's, a, it's an achievement that I like. For, I don't. I didn't give him my sword. Like who would? But right. like, if you do give him your sword, he keeps it. And that whole next room, you have to figure out how to make it through without a weapon. Basically, You're, that's picking, amazing. Picking things up and only Throwing. using weapons that you find along the way. That's real cool. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, and like that those gameplay like choices are fascinating because like as as things like start going down the line, like. I, I stopped like, I guess early on in the game, I was asking the, uh, therapist or psychiatrist, like a lot of questions. Cause I'm like trying to figure out what's going on. Right. So I'm like, just anything that's not a yes or no, anything that's not like going to end the conversation. Like, let's just keep this going for as much as we can learn as much information as I can. But then as like, I figured out like not to trust this person, I'm like, okay, well let's just start pushing their buttons then, you know, and see what happens, (laughs) you know? And the reactions that you get are like super fascinating. Um, upon finishing the game, I was like, okay, well what are the, like, are there other options? Are there other things? And apparently if you, push the that person's buttons enough they turn into like a boss fight like an optional boss fight you can you can fight at the end of the game um which i did not do but you have to play through like the whole game and and basically do everything you can to make them mad (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh yeah like there's um so like and this is the thing like as you get into some of the like the deeper achievements that i'm trying to go through right now there's like there's ones where you, you have to do make certain people do certain things to like to get specific endings. So like the like one of them is the uh, the therapist that you you talk to the whole game that's actually controlling you and all this kind of stuff. You end up um, killing them in the end. It, if you if you choose the correct sequence of uh, of conversations he becomes another boss you have to fight at the end of the game. So cool. Yeah. Such a cool uh, like such a cool it, way to uh to handle the choice of like hey, you know, you 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 now can can have a voice in this. Like it's yeah. it's just a where it doesn't necessarily change the overall, but like it diverges in like oh, you can go on this arc or you can have this little adventure additional thing or you can like like you said like if you do a whole level without your sword, like how does that, that's going to change things drastically. Did you, whenever those two guys show up and tell you, hey, you can live, but all these these people die, or sure. you can die and all these people live, yeah. what, which one did you choose the first time? I chose the first, I, I chose I'm going to die the first time. Because um, so I, so I figured it, that that would be like, so that, it that just would be ended. something. Yeah. yeah, I literally just ran the credits and I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, I, I literally like, I laughed, like I laughed out loud. Yeah. I was like, ha! <laughs> you know, because it's just yeah. like it just ends. Like everything is over at that point. <laughs> yeah, I love that they did that. Yeah, and uh, and so like whenever I actually like went back and like did it again and ran the 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 real credits, like the canon ending, if you will, um, it was like 
it was just more satisfying that way where it was because like the the ending that you get whenever that happens is literally just a black screen and text and whenever you like finish the game finish the game there's like other backgrounds and it's like way more cinematic and very cool to watch the credits and stuff um which i thought was a cool touch totally um and then like the thing that i love about like the stories i mean it messes with with both time, but it also messes with your memory. So you're trying to remember all this stuff. Um, if and then once you start, you you start to piece it all together. You're like, oh man, this is crazy. This is huge, um, and it feels like such a big storyline, big story. Yeah, dude. I uh, like they uh, they kind of leave it open for a sequel, which oh, I dude, like. There's totally going to be a sequel. There has to be. Well, and I think there's there's that secret room in the replay, like when you go through the chapters and you can unlock, if you do certain things, I didn't even know this until way later, but you can unlock these different swords that do different things and make your like other playthroughs easier. I had no idea. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So like uh, uh, spread throughout, there are these random, and you may have just encountered like a random key. You just pick up an, uh, oh, a Oh, I totally key. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they don't really do anything in the game. But if you go to if you go to like the level select um, that's available after you finish the game, there's a bonus like I think it's I don't it's not called factory it's called something else but um, lab or something and there are I believe six different slots with that you get with keys and there are you know like here's there's a my favorite so far is there's this sword that uh, whenever it's charged and it just charges over time or as you kill people. It will uh, shoot out laser beams like in a like whatever direction Dude, that you super s- cool. swing it. So yeah. like it becomes like a ranged attack at that point. Yes, that's cool. Yes, yeah, um, and stuff like that. So like, uh, but inside there, there's this area. There's this elevator that you go up to, and it basically says this this elevator is not available right now. And it makes me think that there's like DLC coming or something like that that they're going to add on. I do remember seeing something about DLC. Let me see if I can figure out if there's going to be DLC. Um, Because I remember like seeing like an offhanded like mention of DLC. Let's see. So Katana Zero, Zero DLC. I mean, that'd be sweet. Yeah, Um, I think there's supposed to be, it says there's supposed to be DLC in 2021. So that would be this year. Um, But I don't know. Still in the works. Let's see. This is from GameRant.com, so I don't know the legitimacy. <laughs> you know, um, developer AskiSoft gives an update on the progress for of the free. It's going to be free Katana Zero DLC, noting that it's still in the works, but it is very big. Um, let's see. Um, according to six times larger than originally anticipated. So I don't know what that means. Like it's like saying like this unknown number, it's like 14 times larger than that. Um, but yeah, so like apparently it's going to be a little bit longer. Let's see if there's any updates on the timeline. No updates on the timeline. It's just, sorry. Yeah. It's just DLC, but it's going to be longer than the main game. Yeah. That's what it says. Well, no, it's not six times larger than the main. It says six times larger than originally planned. Oh, okay. so like that's who knows how big that is. Okay. Like six times like a, if they'd originally planned like thirty minutes of extra content, six times that I would be you know pretty big. But like I don't know, like it's just it it's 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 very very uh, random way to quantify it. Um, let's see, it's almost like Katana Zero one point five. So that's interesting. Interesting. Well, that's yeah, that's super interesting because you're you're you are called. I think they call you Subject Zero, right? Right. Yeah. And then there's and so uh, fourteen zero as well, from. or whatever it was. Like you're the yeah. Then the, you end up being character. number number fourteen or whatever. No, well, like, oh. fourteen was the other person, the actual dragon. <laughs> I thought that. Or I thought that you ended up being being fourteen. Oh, maybe that's true. Because uh, mm, in the memory, okay, in the memory, whenever you finally unlock. The, the nightmare, the dream. You guys are both together at the end. Like like you were together, you were right, partners right. In, in the war or whatever. 
and uh and so it's you and 15 or whatever whatever their number was um and so i don't know which one was which so i suspect that you were probably still zero and that's what i thought but maybe it was the opposite maybe you're right maybe you are actually 15 and they're zero you know and so uncovering who zero was uh was the is the point of the game so i I don't know that's that's an interesting interesting thought speaking of the ending chris what did you think about that ending (laughs) Talk about like the the Indian the dream like yeah where you you're basically you go in and kill like this kid's like like father or something like that who's like a scientist I I, yeah. I don't I don't really get it like I don't really like I guess you're going to getting Kronos I think I guess like or like at least maybe taking like you're turning off a computer like you sh- literally just shut down our computer and and like take it out of the off the off the equation but like. What is that? What is that even doing? Like, because the whole time they're trying to sell you on the fact that you were this kid, like that you were the right. the, the young kid or whatever. But then it ends up you're not the young kid. You were you were the one that was terrorizing the young kid. You know. Well, I think um, oh, yeah, I think like the bigger issue to me. Oh, so, well, we can get in a second. Yeah, like I don't understand the the whole like war and what it was all about and who yeah. was the the good guys and bad guys. You know, like if there even was and if it was just like morally ambiguous and yeah, like what what it was actually about. Like that's confusing to me. Right. The bigger question to me, like I was kind of like, I, you know, that's kind of in the past. At this point, it seems like it just messed with you know a lot of people's you know past and definitely they it affects how they view the world. But. Uh, I was more concerned about what happened to the little girl and is the little girl real. Right. Yeah. Like that's the other thing is like, is the little girl real? Like, I I don't don't, know. I mean, I think so. I thought so too. Like, but then, but then like there, I saw people like online afterwards. I was like, Oh man, that ending. So I like searched for, and people were like questioning whether the girl was real. And I'm like, was she? But I, I I, I thought so. but then, yeah, know, I guess at the end they say, "Oh no, no, there wasn't a little girl that lived in this apartment." Like that's 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 right. that's wild, you know. That's that's ridiculous because this is a uh, this is you know no no children live in district sector what is it? six or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah district yeah. six, Dude, something and, like that. It's and like that blew my situation. mind a little bit. So like, what 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 was she? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, there's some there's some pieces that I'm like, I really want some answers here that I I kind of either we won't get until the DLC or we just won't get it at all. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I guess like I, I was kind of hoping that there would be a sequel, but if this, D, I'm, I'm now currently hoping that this DLC is the sequel, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, as long as it DLC can go one of two ways, it either continues the story or it like, you know, gives you some kind of like additional mode or something like a boss right, rush or right. something. And I don't want that. I want it to be no. more story content. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because, like, and obviously, like, the gameplay is fantastic gameplay. But if it had been much longer, I feel like I would have wanted a, a little bit of a shakeup in the gameplay. It was really totally. nice to play as the other as the other uh, samurai or whatever. Um, it was the, it was nice. It 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 was like hard for me to grasp the new mechanics all of a sure. sudden. Um, and then it was harder for me to go back and like and not have the new mechanics. Yep. And I was like, come on. Yep. Um, I don't how how long did it take you did you start dying like a lot toward the end? Uh toward the end of the game? Yeah, like in those last like boss rooms. No. I feel like it was mm. pretty even throughout. I I only really, oh, really? lost oh, like interesting. I really only like lost skill like midway through and that was just I was real tired one night. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it ramped up the difficulty real real hard uh once we got to in, basically into the last level. Um, where you're like doing first you do all these rooms with these bad guys and um, they come out of these doors sequentially and all this kind of stuff especially whenever you're dealing with that dude with the the laser like that was just like hard for me the laser boss fight was a little difficult and that was the one thing the boss fights were not my favorite um so there was that boss fight and then there was the boss fight with a helicopter um, helicopter. The motorcycle chase was awesome, but the helicopter was. Oh, the not, helicopter! That yeah. was that was whenever I was losing. Like that was the night that I, <laughs> that I was real tired, and I was losing all sorts of times during. Well, that. I honestly like yeah i I hadn't lost, uh, I hadn't like died through to because you, you trying to remember, can you die and run out of like lives no not i I didn't at least but like no i mean i don't think you could Um, okay yeah anyway either something was going on where i was like yeah this is you know like pretty i was rolling along pretty good until i got to the helicopter level and i was like man i am dying (laughs) so much 
It was, it was, it, I was constant for me on that one. And again, like I, I was super tired that night. And so like I did the, the helicopter thing. I was like, all right, finally, let me get back into the groove of this. And then, then I just continued to, to like die over and over again in the following levels. <laughs> and I was like, just got to go to bed. Going to go to bed, you know, <laughs> just going to call it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like late, like the other boss fights, like the laser boss fight was not my favorite. Again, like just the, the game doesn't shine with the boss fights for me, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and that's why I said I don't want like a boss rush. I, I just sure. want more. And honestly, sometimes the store, the the levels, I was just like less interested in the levels as I was in the story. Mm. Um, yeah. Unless it was something cool, like I mean, I think the like the the club level was cool, where you're yeah. going to this club and like having to hide in the dark, like anything that kind of mixed up and shook up the mechanics. Uh, felt felt cool. Yeah, the prison getting back out of the prison was very cool. Um, like because like I, did you do that without killing anybody? Or did you wipe uh, everybody no, out? No, I killed everyone. Oh, see, I, I did. I got out without killing anybody. Um, it was awesome. Um, yeah. So you know, that's that's another difference. Like, because at the end of that, they were like, "Your your employers are very pleased." Like, I can't they, remember if there's a if they there's were a super uh, happy. Well, yeah, I didn't. This is the thing. At that point, I was I was like, I don't I don't want to make any of my employers happy. I think they're lying to me. <laughs> you know, and I just I was just tr- sure. almost intentionally trying to antagonize them and do the opposite. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, and that 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 like that I think that's one of the requirements for actually like having the the boss fight with the dude um, is that you it's have just, to kill everybody just, there. Yeah, oh wow! <laughs> but yeah, like where I I didn't kill anybody there, and it was like, oh, this is this is fun, this is fantastic. Like it's just a cool, like it changes the gameplay enough stealth wise, like where it's like I'm just gonna get out of this without taking out yeah. any of these guards, and that was like fascinating and pretty pretty fun for me. Like yeah, like it's a said, good like, challenge. It just, just shakes you up, you know. For sure, just like you know, playing through the first half of some level without a sword, like that—that that kind of stuff is is amazing. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like there were some some levels in there, like particularly near the end, where I was just like, kind of like, man, just get me to the end of this. I want to find out what happens. Um, I'm trying to think. I like I th- that's all I really have. I th- I'm ready to review this thing. If you yeah, are, I think so. I think uh, I think I'm ready to, ready to rate this game. I uh, I'm gonna give this thing a nine point five, John. Ooh, that is that's high, man. That's a real good score. I was gonna I give know. it a solid nine, like just right on the nine. And I think it literally just comes down to those boss fights where it's like they were a little grueling <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, you know, nine and nine point five. That's a great score, Chris. That's a real good yeah, score. Dude. Yep. Play this game. You yeah, will not if, if you're it. already if you're still listening to this and you haven't played this game, go play this game. Totally. All right, John. Well, next week, um, maybe we'll review something else. Maybe uh, uh, Loki or something like that. Ooh, have you been watching it at all? No. Ah, oh, come on, Chris. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but I will. Um, as, a, um, as a side note, Bad Batch is, uh, is very good still. So if you, you know, Bad Batch, you know, if you're looking for something else to watch, which apparently you're not, but, um, and then, uh, <laughs> Jungle Cruise, I think comes out as well. I haven't, I haven't oh, like, thought yeah. about that one much, but this weekend, I think it comes out tomorrow, tomorrow, like, as we're recording mm. this is tomorrow. I think it comes All right, out, I'm going to have so. to go watch that. Yep. For um, sure. So maybe we, maybe we review that, you know? Yep. Yep. All right, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on social at critstrike250. And John Wright 777 And at Pod, Please go to, go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.